What's going on, everybody of the podcast world? Welcome to Casual Conversation with Will and Gary. You, my friends, are listening to episode number 16. We're already 16 episodes deep, and we're still going. And as always, we got a good show for you this time. Me and Gary talk about extensively his trip to the Hot Springs National Park. It's a it was a pretty funny story, pretty cool uh, story that he told, so I think you guys are really going to like that. We also talk about managing your time and how you can choose between work, leisure, and things of that nature, so I think you guys are going to like that as well. And we finish it off just by kind of shooting the bull and talking about how our weeks went and everything like that. So, as always, thank you guys so much for stopping by. We really appreciate it, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Welcome to the greatest podcast on the face of the earth. Well, here we are, back again. Once again. Once again. What episode is this, Gary? Uh, I'm starting to lose count. What is this? Six, is this 16? 16, 16, baby. 16, okay. I, dude, I thought it was either 15 I didn't know or for sure because, I mean, <laughs> we're getting up there. On the road to a million once again, and we're back. It's the small little goals before you get to the big goal. Yeah, so, well, our, <laughs> our main goal is a billion, so our small goal is a million. Yeah, so we're almost there. Yeah, we're getting pretty close, <laughs> I'd say. Anyways, I had a pretty eventful week, but I guess we'll start out by asking how your week went. Why do well. I always have to go first? You always make me look lame by telling yeah, me to go first. you are pretty lame. Dude, yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't do as many adventurous things as you. Yeah. Uh, nothing wrong with that, and I'm not bashing you or anything, but I'm married and, you know. Oh, you have way more obligations than I do. Yeah. I mean, I could still go do some stuff, but I'm just pretty lazy, I guess. Like, my obligation versus your obligation. Like, you're obligated to other people. I mean, I, I to an extent, I'm obligated to other people, but I don't, I mean, I just... Do what I want, really. I do whatever I, I want whenever I, go, I want, man. I go, um, I go to work three days a week, pull three twelves in a row, and I have four days off. And uh, nothing wrong with that, though. I disperse my time how I feel necessary. Which actually, later in the podcast, I'm I'm going to talk a little bit about, but about time management. But, time uh, management. We'll, we'll save that one. So come on, you had to do something. You had to do, do something. something. Let's just see. Let's go down the list. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Last weekend, I didn't do much of anything. Come on, you and Courtney had to get into something. Last weekend? No, we didn't do nothing. We just chilled out the house, watching TV. That's what we do, man. We just like chilling, kicking back after a long day, just watching after TV. After a long, hard week of work. Wait, you yeah. say after a long day? So you just watch TV all day? No, I went to work and then came home. Well, you worked from on the a weekend? long day. You no, I'm the, talking about, I'm, I'm starting at Friday. I consider Friday the weekend. Okay, okay. And so you Saturday, home, what did you, we do? What did you do Saturday? Because you didn't just watch Saturday. TV the whole day, did no, you? No, we definitely didn't. Um, Saturday? Saturday? I don't remember what I did, to be completely Goodness honest. gracious. Dude, I really got don't the, remember what I did. the first symptoms of Alzheimer's coming on <laughs> over there. Goodness gracious, dude. What? <laughs> what are we doing? Shut up, dude. No, dude, like, Shut where up. am I? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, but then uh, Monday I went to class. Dude, I've got to get back or get used to going to class again. 
Uh, I never really went to class anyway when I did go to college. Oh, yeah. But I actually go to class now. Tell me. Yeah, you said something. I was I can't remember what I wanted from you or texting you. Oh, you no, you asked something. me when I was going to uh, put our last episode up. Oh, yeah, you were slacking on that. I was doing homework, bro. <laughs> got to do homework. Got other obligations. There's another. I got it. I gotta do homework. There's another obligation. But, I'm I'm not in school right yeah, now. Yeah, dude, you're done with school. But oh, it uh, feels like I'm in school. I'm having to. I, st- I well, I didn't start. I've started before now, but I've really started going in on my graduate application. Oh yeah, yeah. God, it just just brings back. It's like post traumatic stress disorder. Now I feel <laughs> like I have to do something all the time, and I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> but now I really do because I've got to get that application filled out. Yeah. Before. February fifteenth. I've got I've got some time. Got February fifteenth. Oh, dude, I was gonna ask you if you get accepted into um, your college of choice, we're gonna have to disband the podcast. No, we're not. Yeah, we are. Why? If you move away, if I move away, bro, we can do Skype. Yeah, that's true. It'd be kind of weird, dude. It would not be. It would not be as weird, and I wouldn't be gone forever. Dude, we wouldn't. We're not gonna disband the podcast. We're gonna have to disband it. Gary's uh, that disband. I hope you hear this. Will is the one. It sounds like you're wanting to disband. I'm not wanting to disband. <laughs> Road to a million. <laughs> Road to a billion. I keep saying that, but Gary's just you know crushing the dreams. But you know it's fine. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. No. Either I go to UCA, which as many of you know is here in our beloved Central Arkansas. I will either go there or I will go to right outside of Fort Collins, Colorado, uh, the University of Northern Colorado. Colorado. Or I will be in Portland, Oregon for the Oregon Health and Science University. Go Ducks. No, that's that's not the Ducks. Yeah, Actually, no, that's Oregon State. The Oregon State's the Beavers. Oh, yeah, you're right, the Beavers. Oregon University <laughs> is the Ducks. Go Ducks. Dude, listen, though, since you're going to bring up the mascot, I'm, I don't know. I'm not really big into mascots, but I guess I just noticed this. So I applied to UCA. They're the, they're the Bears. Go Bears. I'm alumni. Woo-hoo. Go Bears. <gasps> Anyways, I don't, know, I don't know if that's the sound that the bear makes. But, uh, and then the University of Northern Colorado is also the Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, dude, Oregon Health and Science University. Let me guess. Okay, go ahead and guess. It's definitely not the Bears. It's, it's no, it's not the Bears. No, it's not the Bears. The Newts. The Newts. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Dude, what? I did. I, I didn't expect that one. Uh, no, I figured it was like a. I don't know, dude. It, they don't have a mascot. None. There's no mascot. There's no mascot. Like they take and I, I searched because I noticed. I was like, what the heck? What's their, what's their mascot? And I like went in, and they take pri- pride in not having a mascot. That's lame. That's what I was saying. I, I was like, a, that, what the heck? It's like they have this, these funky little lines that just make their little symbol or whatever. No yeah, mascot. Yeah, what's their... That's kind of strange. It, it is, man. Not bashing. But honestly, but. honestly, Oregon. Oregon would be pretty dope to go to, man. Be cool, man. Dude, we went to... When I was a kid... We, well, I say a kid, I'm still a kid, but I would say three or four years ago, three years ago, maybe I flew out with my family to Portland, Oregon, uh, drove out over to the coast on, got on highway 101 
and then drove all the way down the the west coast to uh, Vallejo, which is just right on the other side of San Francisco. Now, I will tell you this about Oregon. In my opinion, Oregon is one of the most slept-on states as far as just natural beauty. You've got the beauty. Columbia River Gorge. You've got these massive waterfalls, the Multnomah Valley. The Multnomah Waterfall is like over 600 feet tall. Wow. That is, wow. That is massive. That's pretty big. And uh, also, so it's kind of like, like a rainforest. But they also have sand dunes. The dunes? They have like the sandy dude, dunes? Yeah, we went on this like little exhibition out into the sand dunes on this buggy, and it's like you're in the middle of the Sahara Desert. <laughs> like you, all you just, well, I, I say that. I mean, you can probably see like little stubs and shrubs that wouldn't be out in the Sahara, but. So is it just like they just put a whole bunch of sand out there? No, it's natural. <laughs> it's completely natural. All natural. It's an all natural sand dune. That's and pretty cool, though. Got black tailed deer running out around out there. Some deer. Speaking of speaking of deer, uh, when we get when we get our next, well, it doesn't have to be the next guest, but I really want to have Josh on the on the podcast sometime soon, so he yep. can he can shed some light on our on our hunting quarrels. Yeah, we'll do that for sure. We'll do that for sure. Anyway. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about. No, you were talking about your week. I don't know how we got off on that. No, but so, oh, going to school. I told yeah, you're going to school. I, oh, yeah. I was telling you how like I'm fixing to go back to school. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah. I get accepted. You will, man. But, you're smart, uh, how's man. The, how's the homework treating you? Dude, it's not bad. I actually I had, to, I had to take these quizzes, and uh, my computer kept messing up. And I sent the professor an email. I was like, hey... It's not working. It, put, it popped up a little message saying your instructor needs to do this and that and this and that. Emailed him. Uh, that was the day it was due. That was earlier in the day. And uh, he didn't email me back, so I got a zero on it. And I was so mad, dude. I was like, no way. I got to, I'm going to get the zero on this. Cause well, surely he's a, he's a reasonable professor. Yeah, no, he is. He, he emailed us back and said we could retake it. But I've never been mad that I got a zero on something before until just then. It was kind of strange. Because I like want to get a hundred percent on everything, just because I want to yeah. prove to myself that I can make a really good grade. Yeah, but it was kind of strange. I've never wanted to do that before, but it's going good, man. I'm rocking and rolling right now. That's Got A's difference. in both my classes, baby. Heck yeah! It's only been like three weeks, but <laughs> we haven't even had a test yet. Man, that's the that is the difference. And there, there's power. There's power in this, but that's the difference between extrinsic motivation. And intrinsic motivation. Explain. So extrinsic, external, extrinsic, it comes from outside of you. For example, if you tell a kid to pick up his room and you'll give him $10, there is an external motivator, that $10, right? Yep. But if the kid just wants to clean his room because he, I don't know, wants it to be nice so he can find his things or whatever, it's, it's, it comes from the inside. And so you, oh, I got you now. You you found intrinsic motivation to do to yeah, do your schoolwork. I guess if you want to call it that. What I'm what, just I'm just paying for it, so I don't want to take it again. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's an extrinsic motivator. Yeah. But no, other than that, man, it's going good. Can't complain. Can't complain. But that was on Monday, Tuesday. Didn't do much anything. Wednesday had a piano lesson. Have one every week. Yeah. Still practicing the keys. 
you feel like you're getting any better? Yeah, a little bit. It's just so difficult. I mean, there's so, so, difficult. There's so much, so much to learn, and I, it get, you can get overwhelmed very easily, I guess I should say. Yeah. Because to me, piano is the hardest instrument to learn. I, I say that. I haven't tried you know, some of the other ones, but like a harp or anything. But Yeah. It, it's pretty difficult. You just got to practice, man. Every day. Consistency Every day. is key. Yeah, man. Now you're just challenging yourself, and before you know it, you look up in a year or two, man. You'll be, you'll still be kind of, you know, struggling in your own in your own way to to get better. But you'll be you'll be far far better than than anybody else that hasn't. You know what I mean? Like you'll yeah. you'll see your progress from yeah. from start to wherever you get. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, other than that, man, that's about all I had. And then here we are today on Thursday. <laughs> So it's it's Friday. Oh yeah, it is Friday. Isn't it? <laughs> Wait, what? Where am I? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Alzheimer will. <laughs> no, just kidding. Well, yeah, no, dude. Tell us what you did. I had a very, very eventful week, which is like I said. I'm gonna, I want to talk about time management later in the podcast after I get done telling you about my my lengthy week, but um. On Tuesday, so I got off work Monday, went home, went to bed. I was very sleep deprived. I had a had a very did, did we talk about the art show on my on the last podcast? Um, yeah, you said you were uh going to be te- like a bartender. At yeah, the but art I show. didn't tell you. I haven't I didn't tell you the experience, did I? No, because we haven't. Okay, we haven't yeah, met I, together dude, I, since I've, the last time. I know, man. I've been so busy. Like I just can't remember the last thing that I talked about. Oh, on the oh so you have Alzheimer's, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, okay. Well, we'll start there. Actually, so Saturday I get off work. Um, I go home, take a shower, put some put some nice clothes on, and I go to help out at this art show. So my buddy, he he kind of tells me, you know, you're gonna stand behind this little booth. You're just gonna be Serving wine, make sure you don't fill the glasses too high because we've had issues before where people spill wine on paintings and they're oh, like no. $300 paintings. So it's, oh, no. Yeah, it Get some, some very, very flustered artists. That's art, man. Yeah, can't, can't be doing that. No, maybe they did that on purpose to enhance the art. Maybe, maybe it's their own form of art. It just <laughs> needs this little splish splash. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, did that and, uh, you know, met some interesting folks to say the least um but i i got to meet so my my buddy that asked me to do it he kind of just goes around and promotes the art and they raised this money to go on a trip down to guatemala and so my 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 buddy he his his friends um and his community that he's built around him are mainly people in the medical field, whether they be uh, doctors, nurses, uh, lab techs, like just any any field you can think of. And they raise money. They've been doing this for about 12 years. They raise money through this art show and, and various other things that they do. But this art show is a big one. To go down to Guatemala and whether it be helping people with diabetes or giving education on, I don't know, just being, cl- like, we take for granted, you know, like washing your hands and hand hygiene and just taking that for common sense. Well, a lot of underdeveloped countries, they kind of need that education. 
So you yeah. go down, you go down, and and they have different. From what I understand, like I've I've, I've never been, um, but they they have different clinics down there, and they just help in in any way they can. Well, that's cool, they, man. Yeah, that's they have, good. Have a good time. It's it's for a very very good cause. So I got to meet, um, one of the nurse practitioners. She was she was serving wine with me, and this other dude named Aaron, which I'll get to him in a second. But this this uh, nurse practitioner, I got I got to I got to talking to her. She was she was pretty cool. She operates out of Little Rock. She like helps with pacemakers, like helping people decide whether they need put in pacemakers, things of that nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was like I, she was like eyeballing this painting all night. She and, wanted it. Huh? Oh yeah, she wanted it. And so I was like. If you want it so bad, I mean, goodness gracious, you're a nurse practitioner. Go buy it. Yeah. And you're going on the mission trip anyways. Like, you're going down to Guatemala, so you're like just, I mean, you're just supporting the cause that you're going to be going on. So I, I, <laughs> I ended up talking to her into buying it. She bought it at the end of the night. She went and talked to the, to the artist, gave him the, gave him the rigmarole like, about all his paintings and stuff, and finally came full circle to the one she wanted. Yeah. And she actually got a little bit off of it. There you go. <laughs> you don't ask, you never know unless you ask, baby. Yeah. So it was cool. Wait, so do the uh do the artists get a percentage of the painting or do they donate the paintings? Uh honestly I don't know. Oh. I just know that, that a lot of the money goes towards Yeah. No, well yeah, I figured so, but like if they say they sell I'm a painting sure... for three hundred bucks, the artists get a hundred bucks and then they give two hundred to the Yeah, I'm sure like that. I'm sure they do. They're dude, when I say when I say that this is an art show, like there were hundreds of people, like it was just packed in this little packed house little building, man. There were yeah. like three different rooms people were going. Like we had like a chef in the back bringing out like these full course meals and like cheese trays and all kinds of stuff. So it was, it was a nice event. Yeah, there you go. But no, my other buddy that I met, his name is Aaron, and he's like a big time rock climber, and so we vibed instantaneously. He's 32 years old. He spent some time out in like Utah and Colorado climbing some some things some boulders, that I, yeah, huh? some some things that I haven't climbed some yet. I haven't boulders. got to experience. So I was asking him about that and it turns out that he actually just had shoulder surgery and so rotator cuff. I don't know, some type no, of I'm shoulder surgery. <laughs> But he hasn't been climbing for a while, and uh, I don't know, man. We we were there for probably, I don't know, three and a half, four hours just talking. We we decided that we're de- we're definitely going to go out and and send some stuff. When send his, when it his, when his shoulder got to send it. So that was a good experience. I'm always always happy to meet new people, especially like interesting people that that I don't know have something to to talk about. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um. And then after that, as you may have known, I didn't get to see you there because I had to stay at work a little bit late. But on Sunday, Paxton had his engagement party. Yeah, I, that's see, I can't remember what I even did. Well, yeah, I did man. go to that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Paxton. <laughs> I was there though. It must have been really memorable for you, Will. <laughs> Dude, it was. I was there though. Dude, that barbecue that Whitney's dad made. <laughs> Dude, did you eat the potato salad? No. Oh, it had I, shrimp in it. I didn't. Dude, it had shrimp. Oh my god, it was good though, man. I'm allergic to shellfish. Well, you're missing out. You should have just <laughs> ate some and toughed it out because it was no, it was that man. good. Dude, I I really did want some potato salad. They should have had some. 
They should have had some non-shrimp. God. Accommodating. They should have had some non-potato salad to accompany the non-shellfish eaters. (laughs) That's basically what you're saying. Yeah, dude. I I enjoy, and you weren't there, which doesn't doesn't make too big of a difference to me because I actually get to see you pretty often. But I'm glad when I get an opportunity to see people like Hunter and then his wife, and I get to see like Zach and Bailey came by for a little bit. Just yeah, I don't know. It brings brings everybody together that hasn't seen each other in a long time. The it's gang's always, all here. It's baby. always nice, kind of catching up. Cade, yeah, for sure. Cade was there. Yeah, I was. Yeah, Cade was there, and uh, Drew was there. Oh yeah, uh, Drew was there, dude. I always love seeing Papa. Yeah, he's gonna. Hey, Drew Payne. He's another one that's gonna come on the podcast. Oh yeah. But no, after after Sunday. I went to work Monday, 4 to 4, got off, went to bed, got up Tuesday. Me and Marcus, a couple weeks back, we were talking about how we go and do all of this stuff outside in the Ozarks and down in the Washita's a little bit, and we've been to a lot of places in Arkansas that not many people know about, but we haven't been to the only national park in Arkansas which is Hot Springs National Park. I mean, I've been, but I haven't done anything. Like, I went and experienced the only Hot reason, Springs. Yeah, the only reason we went was because we were in Beta Club in high school, and they, we'd go down there and yeah, walk Yeah, we didn't get to street. do anything. Yeah, and it's, it, was a, <laughs> it was a unique experience, to, uh, to say the least. Um, so one of the main reasons that we went down there is because of the the actual hot springs like hot, the, hot, hot, hot. we wanted to bathe in in one of the springs well apparently you can't do that because they've all they've all uh got like bath houses like we were thinking like raw like jump in a jump in a spring out in the woods that's what i was that's what i was kind of <laughs> yeah. thinking though and you can't do and that it, no it's not like that they've kind of are they like a um, they're, they're like, well, they're like, like actually luxurious bathhouses. That's really what they are. I mean, they're like porcelain, uh, just very, very luxurious is a good, good term. And so we get up there and I, man, I wanted to get a massage and I intended to get a massage as well. Cause it's like a, you can go and, you know, sit in the bath. You can go and do like a steam room. You can go and get a massage. You can go, there's various different packages that they offer hot towel hot stone treatment that'd be nice um and i was gonna get a massage i was just gonna get like the the default bath package and then go get a massage well they said it was gonna be an hour that i had to wait after my bath to get a massage so i was like uh eh, i got got other things to do so the <laughs> this experience was i anticipated like when I saw the bathhouse, because we had looked up on the on the internet like what to expect, and we were like, okay, we're not gonna be able to jump in a hot spring. We're gonna have to go into a bathhouse, and we were like thinking it was gonna be more like a like a communal thing. Like you almost you got get in a a big like pool of mineral hot spring water, and you know you're just kind of chilling with your trunks and like you know like a big old hot tub kind. Yeah, kind yeah, sort of like that. No, wrongo. <laughs> um, so they tell us to go, and 
you know, undress and everything. So we do that. They give us they give us towels and stuff. So we go out, and the the main dude that we've been talking to the whole time, he takes us back to the to the actual uh, bathroom. Like there's just tons of these baths, like in these stalls, and like there's big open area, and like you can see the the steam box or the sauna the or whatever. Steamer. And there's this dude. His name's Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> He's sitting, our dude says, "All right, this is Bobby. He'll be." He'll be helping you out today. And I was like, what? Helping us out? What is he going to be helping us out with? <laughs> He's going to be washing your back for you? Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> so you can give me like a mineral foot scrub or something? <laughs> so he, he tells us to hop in this this big, huge bathtub. And it's like, there's like this, there's this like silver pipe just like shooting out this, this like hot water into this bath. And so I'm, you know, I'm, he he's already run the bath for me, and so it's it's prepared, it's hot, you know, it's still running, it's like bubbling and stuff. So I go, I sit in it, and uh, it's hot, man. It's, it's real hot, hotter than a hot tub. It's hotter than the hot tub, and I'm sitting there, and I'm really just kind of, <sighs> just like breathing, man. Um, and that lasted for about ten minutes. So I thought. Like, they didn't tell us anything. They did not tell us what to expect or anything. So, after 10 minutes of that, Bobby comes and gets us. And keep in mind, the whole time, Bobby probably said this 20 times. He's like, hey, Gary, he said, you, you feeling good? And I'll be like, yeah, Bobby, I'm feeling good. He would say, good. That's how it's supposed to feel. <laughs> He said that, good. bro, he said that over and over and over. You feeling then, good, Gary? Bro, he would say it to me. And then he would go in the next stall over, and then he would say, "Hey, Marcus, you feeling good?" <laughs> and the you same feeling thing. good? So after ten minutes of the the big bath, he gets us, and he's like, "All right," he's like, "Y'all, y'all come over here, and y'all sit in this this little sit tub. It's called a sit tub, and it's it's kind of hard to explain. It's literally like a recliner bath, kind of, and it's like." water is spraying on you you're still like in this like porcelain small tub with like your feet hanging out and like your back is up against it's just real small but it's like hot water is spraying and you get to control like you get like you can get like cool mists and cool sprays on you and stuff and so it's not hot anymore yeah it's it's just like a it's like you're it's like it's kind of rinsing you off it's rinsing you off and you're just taking a breather man because that that bath is hot and uh, so we're we're sitting there, and I'm enjoying just kind of cooling off a little bit. And he comes and gets us again after about ten minutes, and he's like, "All right," he said, "Y'all boys, y'all go in this box right here. Y'all go in a hot box. Get you a good sweat on." <laughs> and we were like, "Okay." So we hop in there for ten minutes, dude. I've never, I've been in a sauna, but like not for a very long time. Like I haven't ever pushed myself. Um, and honestly, this experience makes me want to get into saunas i mean i don't have access to one so it may be a bit but i have never sweat so hard (laughs) in my life like sweating bullets is an understatement and we were in there for 10 minutes like it was me and marcus we literally sat shoulder to shoulder with our we had little towels wrapped around us and like just encased in this very very small box and it was like you couldn't even see it was so steamy. Steamy. And uh steamy rave on. I'm not gonna lie, man. I was sitting there Gallo claustrophobic. Praying, no, praying that Bobby was fixing to come get us. I was like, oh, oh, 
dude, Bobby, I thought, dude, go get me, Bobby. <laughs> dude, I thought I was going to pass out, dude. <laughs> if he would have let us stay in there for like five more minutes, I would have passed out, bro. It was it was that intense. I wish and you so, would have passed out. <laughs> And so I'm like, goodness gracious, what else do we have left? This is like a whole process. It's like a spiritual awakening. Dude, like both of y'all pass out, and Bobby comes knocking. He's like, hey, Gary, you feeling good, Gary? You just limp noodle on the floor. That's how it's supposed to feel. <laughs> You're supposed to pass out. That's all. But then uh, this was the last stage. Uh, he got us out of the hot box, and we just went and laid on these like flat tables. And he's like, all right, he's like, guys, I'm going to go get y'all a hot towel, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on your back and wrap you up like a tortilla. <laughs> and so he, he goes, we're like laying, on our, laying on our stomach, and he just, like, gets this really hot towel and puts it on our back. Felt so good. And uh, he wraps us up in, like, these sheets like a tortilla just to kind of keep the heat in. And uh, I don't know, man. It was, like, 40 minutes. Most expensive bath I've ever taken. <laughs> but <laughs> walking out of that place, I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> it was a it was a great experience, man. I'm I'm glad we did it. It was just did not expect that whatsoever. <laughs> Shout out Bobby the Bath Boy though. Bobby the Bath he, Man. Bro, he said he's been working there. Get you just just guess how long he's been working there. Um 47 years. Okay, not that many. He's been working for 40 years in that That's pretty close. Bro, he's given a lot of dudes baths. Because, <laughs> I mean, obviously, they have, it, they have it split up. Like, the I think the women's bathhouse is in the basement, and then the men's is on the, the top level. 40 years Bobby's been giving baths. That's crazy, though. That's a long time. He knows how to run a bath, man. Yeah, he does. Knows how to make you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, but we we went in after that and went to one of the bathhouses that was like still up, but it wasn't operational. It was like super super old. Like there was a there was three stories and there was like a gymnasium upstairs, and there were like the the hanging rings that you see like Olympic athletes hang on and do all kinds of twirls and spins, and they were like punching bags and stuff, and it was so old, bro that they had wooden dumbbells wooden dumbbells wooden dumbbells and it was i don't know it was just it was just that's like, crazy dude it it how was they, <laughs> this is kind of off topic but how would they like not manipulate the weight of the dumbbells if they're wood because wood is it pretty like there's like denser woods i guess but you know what i'm saying i, I don't know like man. if you <laughs> like a piece of wood is just a piece of wood they don't really no weigh too much idea <laughs> I have no They're idea. They're all just one size. It was one really, size fits all. It was really neat to see them. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. But we we like watched this little video on like the history of of Hot Springs and it's it's crazy. Like the like the reason that Hot Springs is a fairly decent sized town is because people back in the day like even like mid 1800s they thought that the mineral springs in hot springs could cure really anything, especially like paralysis. The cure-all of disease? Yeah, like they, there was a lot of people that would, you know, drink themselves to death and have liver failure. Some, some of the higher-class society, they'd have a lot of access to alcohol, 
ruin their livers and then come down in older age to to bathe in the mineral springs because all these doctors are like MD doctors are prescribing that they go and and sit down in the mineral hot springs. Wow. And I read this little snippet uh, from a magazine article that they had. 1880, it said that, that hot springs bathing cures most, if not all, forms of paralysis. Hot springs bathing. Hot springs bathing. Cures paralysis. That's, that's 1880 for you. Wow. Think about the medical advancement since 1880. Dude, think about that and then what we had 100 years later. Yeah. That's insane. Insane in the membrane. <laughs> Excuse me. God bless you. Thank you. No, it was... Uh, it made me... Which I haven't been to a ton of national parks. I've been to Grand Canyon. I've been to Yellowstone. I've been to Denali. I've been, I can't pronounce the one in Hawaii. It's like, <laughs> that, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I, I don't, it's, it's some volcano. Um, but I haven't been to like a ton. I think it was like 50 something. I don't know, 50 something national parks in the U.S. And Hot Springs is unique in its own way. It's like when you think of a national park, you think of, like going out and hiking and seeing like these magnificent uh, wonders of the natural world and things. And like hot springs are, I mean, but it's, it's more so industrialized, like it's more modernized and you, you can go on, you know, little hikes here and there around the park because it's a fairly small park, but that's not really the, the main reason that it is a national park. Um, it's it's mainly because of like the history of the bathhouses. Like the only reason that hot springs is even mentionable, and that most people even know about it, is because of those bathhouses. Wow! And that's what brought that's what brought people from far and wide to to come to hot springs. The government, the government. I can't remember when it was actually a it was actually a national reserve before national parks were even a thing. And then when national parks became a thing, they, they moved it from being a national reserve to a national park. So I don't know. It was just, it was unique. It's uh, like, I'm, I'm more into like Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, like these, you know, where I can go backpacking and just kind of get away from the world. But uh, it, was, it was neat in and of itself. That was pretty neat. That's cool though. An experience for sure. Yeah. Nothing wrong with experiences. Yep. And so when we got done, because we went on a little hike, we <laughs> the the trail, we went on like this I think it was like a mile maybe, a little trail. And it was just like so easy that we ended up <laughs> we ended up crawling through a culvert. <laughs> That's <laughs> a really smart idea, my friend. <laughs> but we could see the other side and it wasn't raining. And it was like we walked up this drainage ditch for a long, long time because we just like got off the path and uh, we were walking up this drainage ditch and we just came to this culvert. And so instead of turning around, we were just like, I wonder what's on the other side of this drainage ditch or this culvert. <laughs> so we just crawled through it, man. It was well, uh, right on. <laughs> whatever you got to do. But after that, uh, the sunset, we went down to this place called Superior Bathhouse Brewery. Superior. Which is an old bathhouse that they, it was run down for a while, and they converted it into a brewery. And it is, it was the only, I don't know if it's still the only, 
but it was the first and only brewery in a national park. Oh, because all the other national parks are like, in, in, in it's like nature. There's nothing yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So the cool thing about it, though, is, I mean, yeah, they serve food and everything, and they're actually really cheap. If you go down to Hot Springs, go to Superior Bathhouse Brewery. I, I enjoyed it. But their beer that they have is is a spring brewed uh, beer like the oh. the beer that they brew like they they use the mineral water oh they use bath water yeah out of <laughs> no out Dude, of the hot your springs. beer was brewed from your bath water <laughs> no <laughs> negatory are you sure though <clears throat> not 100 percent, but i'm pretty <laughs> See, sure there you go. No, dude, it was dude it's really good though it's really good i i mean i had a i had a lighter ale and uh marcus had a dark bock a bock that, that just bock. sounds dark a bock <laughs> dude it was good it was a lot more intense of a flavor than mine mine was kind of a like a bright light flavor so it tasted like bath water no no it didn't <laughs> no but uh that was hot springs and i have i have to mention this i lost my debit card oh while I was my down there. gosh and so I went. Of course you did, you <laughs> idiot. I had How many to, times have you lost your debit card? Dude, too many to count. That's <laughs> so many, so many times, actually, that the dude at Simmons Bank on Salem, Charlie, I know him, and the only reason I ever go into the bank is to get a new debit card. So every time Charlie sees you walking through the door, yeah, he's, like, he's like, hey, Garrett, you need a new debit card? <laughs> he doesn't know me that well, but I come up, and I'm like, he, he even said, he said, hey, I remember you from last time. What, what were you here for last time? I was like, yeah, I lost my debit card. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, so, Charlie. <laughs> sorry, Charlie. <laughs> no, but that, that was Tuesday. Okay. And then Wednesday. That was a long day. I went, dude, it was. It was a very eventful day. It was a good one. Um, but Tuesday, I had planned to go on an outdoor excursion with one of my buddies, Grant. He is a musician that plays plays with me. Um and I haven't I haven't actually like hung out with him. Like I've played music with him and, you know, shot the bull with him at shows that we've done and, you know, been been very active on social media. Like I've commented on his stuff all the time. He comments on my stuff. But I hadn't actually like went out and just, just hung out with him. So we decided that we were going to go on a hike and just, I don't know, just take, go just, hiking. just take the day, man. So we ended up going up to this, this little spot called Spy Rock and, and playing some music. He's a percussionist, so he brought his little cajon. Can he beat the skins? And, dude, he can. He can. <laughs> and we just, <clears throat> man, I, I know I'm a little biased because I love being outside and just hiking and I don't know, just, just being outside really. Um, but if you want to get to know somebody, go on a hike with them. That's all you have to do is to talk and explore their mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, you begin to find, just like we talk on this podcast. I mean, I already knew that you were semi-interesting. Um, Thanks, dude. <laughs> but, uh, like I've I've gotten to know you better just from hearing you articulate yourself. And I'm sure on the same the same regard, like you've oh, gotten yeah, to know sure. me better just from hearing me articulate myself for an hour. 
Now multiply that because we were, I mean, we were out in the woods for, it was like an all day thing. Like we went to Spy Rock. We went on another little hike to the Maranoni scenic area. If you haven't checked that out, go check it out. It's awesome. And then we rode all the way. We just rode back roads all the way over to the, uh, to the ozone burger. The ozone burger. The ozone burger. I finally got that burger. Dude, you which, got the burger? Which, I'll say this. I've had an ozone burger before that. One time, uh, like a week after, we got shut down at the ozone burger barn. Marcus went on a hike, and he uh, he actually brought me one back later in the day. But it was, it, I had to like reheat it up and everything. Oh, yeah, what, it wasn't a fresh wasn't, one? Yeah, it wasn't a fresh ozone burger, and we... We got it this time. Was it a good burger, though? It was, dude. It was a really good burger. I consider myself a burger connoisseur, so I want to ask you about the burger. Okay. Okay. Um, on a scale of one to five, how was the tenderness of the meat? The tenderness of the meat? Yeah. It was very tender, actually. Very tender. I, would, I mean, one to five, I mean, we'll give it like a four and a half. Okay, that what was the perfect. poundage? Quarter pound, half pound? Third it, of a pound? It was a uh, it was a half pound burger. Half pounder. Okay, that, we're, we're looking good so far. Uh, type of bun? Sesame seed? Sesame seed bun. Sesame seed, okay. Toasted? Yeah, it was a little crisp. I would was say it glazed probably... with butter on the top? Mm, no. 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 It was toasted, though. It was toasted. Okay. Did you, what kind of cheese? American, I presume? Yeah. And okay. it was like, it was the, it was like they didn't skimp on the cheese either. Like, oh, so I mean, had, they gave you a big slab, huh? And like it had melted. Yeah. It, it okay. was like a yeah. big slab that kind of melted. Oh, melted? It was just, okay. ooh. Toppings. We talking uh, the classics? I got everything except. Onion, tomato? I got everything lettuce. except for pickles. So yeah, no pickles. tomato, lettuce, but it, onions. But it could come with pickles. Though. It, yeah, it okay. normally comes with pickles. I okay, just... okay, okay. Looking good so far. Um, <laughs> what else was on the checklist? Oh, sauce, mustard, mayonnaise, or did they have their own special sauce? I got mustard because I like okay. mustard okay. on my burgers. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I'm down with it so far. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. It was a good experience because we bought that burger and then me and grant we were just or grant and i we went over to the <laughs> <Way> to <go. laughs> little fire pit Ooh, oh my god i dropped my phone they we went over to the little fire pit that they had <clears throat> man i'm gotta you need a drinky you gotta get it to i do need a drink <laughs> <laughs> so we went over to the little fire pit they had while they were cooking our burgers and he had his cajon. I had my guitar, so we just went over there and started playing music. Jam sesh. And uh, they came out and gave us our burgers, and we, we played them some music and got to talking to them and everything. <clears throat> we got to talking to them and everything. And uh, I recognized the guy that turned us down, me and Marcus. He turned us down on January 3rd. Never forget it. Never forget <laughs> that. And I, I told him, I said, dude. I said, we will pay you extra if you will just make us an ozone burger. And he was like, man, I, I just don't have the stuff. He's like, I don't have the stuff. <laughs> I don't got the stuff, and man. So I don't got the stuff. It was cool. It was kind of cool just like reminiscing with him on that moment because he was like, yeah, I remember y'all because y'all were making me feel bad. Because I, I told him, I was like, we just hiked 50 miles for three days in the rain and the cold to get an ozone burger. I will pay you extra. And he was like, I can't, I can't. But secretly, he did have the stuff. He just he, wanted to go home. No, dude, he seemed, like a, <laughs> he seemed like a nice guy. He seemed like a nice guy. But uh, after that, we just headed back. And Grant didn't come back to Conway. But I went back to Conway, and Blake came over, and we jammed. Jam, another jam session. We jammed. Dude. Two I, in a row. 
It was the day of jam for sure. We uh we did Where? like a little Rolling Stones cover. We did one like a year and a half or two years ago, Honky Tonk Women. <laughs> we did That's that. And so tune. we we ended up doing Miss You by the Stones and, and putting it on Instagram. He's Blake's a good good guitar player. Yes, he is. He he's, uh, he's impressively good. Yeah, Blake he he was a very big catalyst in in my progression as a musician. And so not only not only music, <clears throat> uh, but but anything that you do, this is just another one of those points, and we've said this a thousand times. Surround people or surround yourself with people that make you better. And people that make you better are gonna be people that make you kind of look at yourself and say, Hmm, am I doing this? Am I this good? What could I do to, to, to get to this level? What could I do? Maybe not the same path that they did, but what steps can I take as an individual to better myself and get to even close to the level that they are? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, I've thought about that before. Somebody told me that. It might have been while I was at church or something, but it applies to anything, not just um, like, I guess it can apply to a skill that you have that you're trying to improve on or a... Um, just a matter in your life, I guess you're trying to improve on. So for example, you, you use the example of guitar, pick, pick people that, uh, aren't necessarily better than you, but you see someone doing something that you would like to and ask them how they did it. Go talk to them, go, you know, be around them and see how they're doing that. Does that make sense? So my example would be, I just got married, so I look around at people that have good marriages, right? Right. So then I would go, and I would try to pattern what I do after them. It's like it's like kind of, you're not really copying them, but you're just like studying what they do. So find a person that does something that you would like to, and just go ask them what they do. Yeah. It's like you're not even copying. It's just you're going to try and emulate what they're doing in your own like specific way I guess is what I'm trying to say. Life is not anything new. Like what I mean by that is people that lived 500 600 years ago, a thousand years ago, however far you want to go back, you can go back to biblical times. You look at the Bible. Like that's what like that's what the Bible is. It it shows you it shows you these these commonalities that happen in the human experience and how to, it, it provides morals, it provides guidance because you're not the only human that's ever lived. Yeah. <laughs> like this, this thing that we call experience in life is constantly going. So look around and figure out who's done it the best. Yeah, for sure. And don't, like Will said, don't copy them, but emulate, emulate what they do. Like find your own way of doing it. Like I said, I looked at Blake and I was like, how do I get to that level of guitardom? Yeah. <laughs> and and he took certain steps to get to where he is, but I took a totally different path. Like you don't have to take the same path, but just realize realize some of the nuances that got them to where they are. Yeah. It's like each different path is its own separate path, but there's commonalities in both the paths. Does yeah, that make sense? Definitely. So like you could reach the same level he is, 
you just wouldn't do it the same way. But you would figure out once you started talking to him and asking what he did that you were somewhat on the same path. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like you would be doing some of the same things to reach your end goal. Exactly. But you're on different paths. Exactly. Make, but make it your own. Yeah. Make it your own. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. That's cool. So we, we jammed. We jammed hard. Uh, he didn't stay just too awfully long. And honestly, I was pretty tired from a pretty, pretty big, long day. But then after that, that was, uh, that was Wednesday, Thursday, yesterday, uh, night, yesterday evening, last night, if you will, we went to Fayetteville. Woo. Uh, what is it? George's majestic lounge. It's been open for like a hundred years. Was it's it pretty crazy. majestic? It was pretty majestic. Dude. It was? Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 But, uh, the Casey Donahue band played Ooh. and they rocked. They rocked the house. They rocked. <laughs> Rock. Black blew the doors down. Dude, they blew the doors down. They <laughs> rocked a little harder than I thought it was going to be more like, I mean, I know some of their songs for sure. Like I wouldn't win if I didn't. But I thought it was gonna be more country. Yeah, and it was definitely country. <laughs> it but was it wasn't. It, it was more. It was more rock and rolling than I thought it was gonna a be. A little bit of country, a little bit of rock Dude, and roll. The lead. They had two guitarists actually that could just eat that sucker up. But their wow. their lead guitarist. Uh, I I forgot to mention there were, there was a ton of people there and. Me, Marcus, and Blake, we got like basically to the front. Like we were on the front row, man. You like pushing people out of the way, oh, we shoving were, people down. Oh, we were bulldozing. <laughs> and and so bulldozing. Uh during the show, the lead guitarist throws his pick out into the audience. And dude, I'd been I'd been admiring his his guitar skills all night. Like he was just killing it. And uh it, I saw the pick. And it like it, it came over in my direction. Everybody was like freaking out trying to find it. So like I, I I didn't really freak out, but then I saw it on the ground. Yeah. And so like I like step over real quick and I step on it. And this this girl, she like grabs my foot. She's like on the ground trying to get this thing. <laughs> <laughs> she grabs my foot, bro. And uh, you just kick her out right there. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I should've just kicked her like a dog. Like boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but I just kept my foot solid on it, man. And I reached down and I got it. And she like tried to take it out of my hands and stuff. And I was like, no. I said, this is my pick. I said, I worked hard for this pick. I said, I'll actually use this pick. Yeah, no kidding. What are you gonna do with it? <laughs> Nothing. Just take it home. Yeah, she like Put whips out whips out a Stratocaster and starts <laughs> playing Eddie Van Halen or something. Eruption. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Uh, but then the funny thing about this, so you know, the show it was great. We we get back home and everything. I post a picture of me and Marcus and uh, Blake on Instagram, and you know, some snippets of the actual show and the and a picture of my hand with my little bracelet on for the entrance of the club or not the club, the lounge, and. My caption on my picture was something along the lines of, this chick physically assaulted me to get this pick, but I wore her out, to say the least. <laughs> so I get a comment on that same picture from, 
from like I didn't realize I didn't recognize who it was. It was that girl, and she was she was like, "Oh, I must have in quotations physically assaulted you. I must not have physically assaulted you enough because you still got that pig." Dang. And she was like, "Next time I'll have to in quotations physically assault you a little harder." And I was like, "Is that a threat or a promise?" No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, dude. Sounds mate. like she's a little salty, salty potato chip with extra salt. Gotta give her credit though, you know, getting down hands and knees to get that pig. Yeah. Suck the suck though. She still Sucks didn't get the it. Suck. <laughs> still didn't get it though. No, in in the to make this story even crazier, which is I, I mean, it doesn't make it super crazy. But I went to work today. I had to get my uh, T B skin test read today. So I went by the lab just real quick to say hey to everybody before I went back home. And this girl that I work with named Laura. She graduated high school with that lead guitar player. Wow. And they were like friends. And I was like, whoa, that's just blew my mind. I don't know. Just such a small world. Like it all just came full circle. Yeah. No kidding. That's kind of weird. But, Not uh, weird, but that's that's about that's about my week, man. That's about Sounds like my an interesting week. week though for sure. So we we've spent this what is it? We're over 50 minutes we spent this whole podcast talking about my week i feel a little conceited <laughs> why dude I, it just kept flowing <laughs> you're right that's you're some right. good con- content so i'm down with it no dude i don't I, mind I that's do. the thing man this is casual conversation we talk about anything anything matter. everything under the sun well, what were we doing we were having a little casual conversation you're exactly that's the right whole point <laughs> No, I've got I've got one more thing uh before before we go. So do you have anything that you wanted to like talk about before I get into that? Um, uh, no, not really. I got I have I always have some uh topics on reserve in the reserve tanks, but they would they're like way far away from what we've been talking about. <laughs> okay. We've kind of been on like a a good pattern, you know? So yeah. I'm not just gonna pick some random thing. So finish her off, Gary. Yeah, let me, let me so, see what you got. I want to talk about time management, um, and I want to I want to kind of break this down into into a model. So, I like to call this model uh, idle theory, like like you're idling a car or idling a truck or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, in idle theory, there are three different components. There's work, leisure, and idle. And this is a <clears throat> this is something to help with your time management. So obviously, work is when you're working. You're doing things for extrinsic value, something outside of yourself. Like you're working for your job. You're working for some money. You're working to pay your bills. You're working for something other than just purely doing it for doing it. And then there's leisure, which is still it can still be mentally or physically exerting, but you do leisure things to like just do them like you just enjoy them you get the the satisfaction alone is what you enjoy out of your leisure time <clears throat> i got a frog in my throat today man Dude, it's a bullfrog too you know they're <laughs> hacking this whole time cough it up <laughs> anyways so and then idle time is when you just disconnect you just take a day rest relax don't overexert yourself just just be 
So <laughs> just exist. So that's what you call maxing and relaxing, yeah, baby. Which you know, I, I said to kind of to kind of clarify with like leisure, like yeah, leisure can be reading a book, but also like reading a book would be pretty idle as well. Yeah, I mean you're you're it's you're exercising your mind a little bit, but you're not like you're not doing that much. Like you could kind of consider that an idle leisure activity. <clears throat> But anyways, in this in this culture, we have a a big imbalance um, in the way we we manage our time, and a lot of a lot of people will probably disagree with this. Um, they're listening, so I'm gonna kind of back it up after I after I talk about the imbalance. But we work way too much. We idle way too much so there's there's extremes on on both sides like you got your typical uh, nine to five or eight to eight to five or whatever they work uh working i don't know how many hours a week do you work will 40 40 that's so what we'll what say the average american works okay some more some less okay but 40 is a, <clears throat> is a work week so 40 hours a week, we'll just, we'll just go with that. Um, we'll say that you've got your radical that goes and works, what, 60 to 70 hours a week. I know some people, like Matt, he, when he was working Slim Chickens, he was working 60, 70 yeah. hours well, a week. Well, yeah, some people do work uh, and that, that 50, throws, 60, yeah. That throws your, your balance off of, of things that, you know, like relaxation or things that, that you like to do. And the way that these things manifest are through anxiety or through depression and you don't realize why it's because you're you're always you are always doing things for extrinsic like through extrinsic motivation you're not doing them because you want to do them you're doing them because either you have to do them or somebody else is telling you to do them and you've been doing that for so long that that's just how it is on the other hand you got a radical that's idle, and as you could probably guess, the people that are radical on both ends of, of working and being idle, they, they normally don't get along because the workers think that the idlers are lazy, and the idlers think that the workers are just working their lives away. But in the same regard, this radical idler doesn't do anything with their time. They sit on their butt, and they, they play phone games, or they watch YouTube, or they watch Netflix, and that's all they do. They don't have any hobbies. They don't do anything for, for leisure. That's kind of where I'm going with this. In our culture, and this is not everybody, this is, a, this is a generalization, but in our culture, we don't have people doing things just to do them, just to enjoy the, the, the activity at hand because that's what they want to be doing. So I kind of sit back, and it's there's no there's no ratio that's just like the one size fits all. Honestly, I feel like I I feel like I need to work a little bit more than I than I do idle. But I also have a lot of leisure time. I work I work three days a week, twelve hours a day. So I pull three twelves in a row. And I work around my house. Like I, I pick up, I do the laundry, I do the dishes, I, you know, do I cleaned out the garage this past week. Like that's that's work. 
I do that because I want, I want to get stuff out of my garage. I want to not have dirty dishes. I want clean clothes in my closet and not have a big pile of clothes. But then I also do things like I've done this, this past week. Like I went down to Hot Springs with, with my buddy. I went on a hike with a, another buddy. Went, came back jammed with another buddy. Went with two of my other buddies and went up and listened to a, to a concert. And so the, the way that I've kind of found that, that it works for me, and like I said, this is very individual. You're going to have to kind of find what works for you. But I go in kind of like two-week cycles. It's like for two weeks, I'm very, I'm very idle with my, my time off. Like I'm, I've got to rest. Like, for, for example, this week, like I've, had, I've had so much fun. I've had a good time. I'm exhausted, though. Yeah, I'm absolutely exhausted. Yeah, I'm okay. fixing to have to go work three twelves in a row, so I'm I'm lacking a little bit in my in my idle time this week. Um, but I, I've noticed that it's like I go in two week cycles. Like I'll go for two weeks and just bang, 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 like doing all these different things, going on hikes with people, trying to get people to come out with me to experience something or whatever. And then like the next two weeks, I'm just like, all right. I'm going to stay at home. Like, you've, you've heard me talk about it on the podcast. Like, <laughs> I've reclused it yeah, the past, reclused. like, two, two <laughs> yeah, weeks. Dude. And that's... You got to uh, do that every once in a while. Yeah. And so, the whole reason for me saying this, I'm giving you this, this model, and take it, take it for what it's worth, but become... First, build some standards. Build some standards with what like how much you should work, like the max that you should work, the max that you should idle. And in the same regard, the minimum you should work, the minimum you should idle. Make sure that you are doing leisure activities because you're, you're, you're going to be happier. And, and you'll, you'll find that it's kind of hard for you to set these boundaries and, and be rigid with them. We have a lot of yes men, like, and in the same regard, we have a lot of people that won't go out and do anything. They have a problem with saying yes. They're always like, no, they're always to themselves. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of making a circle here, but when it comes to your time management, if you look at it from this, this model, um, you, may, you may see an imbalance in, in yourself. I know that I have before. So Yeah, and uh, that, it's like that with anything, man. There's there comes a time when, um, and I'm gonna go and say this first. I'm not saying that people shouldn't, you know, work, um, to support their families. Like if you can work, say you work thirty hours a week and you make enough money to support your family, you know, put a roof over their head, do this and that, this and that, provide them with food, provide them with everything that they need, what some stuff that they want, and you know, you can provide. And you only work 30 hours, that's fine. But like the the more that you work, there's there's like a not really a switch, but like it's like a teeter totter. It's like what do you value more? Do you value the money that you're making from work more than time to do what you want? Does that make sense? So like and I'm not and like I said, I'm not saying that working a, like 50, 60 hours a week is bad at all. If that's what you want to do, then that's fine. But you 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 choose what's more important by 
how much you would work or leisure, I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's going to be dictated and, heavily yeah. by your environment. And I'm not saying one is better than the other. You can do whatever you want, but there comes a point where you choose to either work more or leisure more is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So you can make that decision yourself. What's more important to you? Everybody's different. It doesn't matter. Um, I personally like leisure time doing something I like to do, but that's just me. Yeah. You and I don't, but if I worked more, I'd make more money. There's, you know, A and B trade off to everything. So it's just whatever you decide. So Will, Will will be the mild and sensible, or the, not insensible, the mild, sensible one by saying that. And I'm going to be the one that says if you're working 60 hours a week, more than likely you're neglecting your leisure time. You may be, you may be completely satisfied, but I, I, Seriously doubt it. If you're if you're constantly doing things that that are for somebody else, or like that, that's not a bad thing. But if that's the only thing that you're doing, and you're not like doing things for yourself, and like it comes back to like self love and like just knowing yourself. The more you know yourself, the more you love yourself and just love being that's going to reflect through like others like your relationship with others so like it's 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 counter it's counterproductive we we talked about this one time would you rather do would you rather do a hundred things at one percent or would you rather do five things at twenty percent yeah yeah that's don't for sure. don't don't work yourself ragged it's it's for most people, for most people, that's that's not optimal. Don't neglect yourself. Don't neglect yourself. Take some leisure time. Enjoy something. Spend time with your family, your friends. It's good for the soul, man. It's good for the it's soul. Good for the soul. Well, man, I'm pretty sleep deprived. Went to Fayetteville last night. Got home at three. Yep. And uh, yep. I'm I'm basically just rambling at this point. So, yep. <laughs> dude, we got a pretty good score today, though. Yeah, 106, not bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I guess we're gonna wrap it up. Gary, let them know. Well, I am on Instagram at GaryTheGreat96 and on Snapchat at Gary G A I R Y. And I'm on Instagram at Will underscore Pennington zero zero and on Twitter as the Scavenger. 23 we are also on instagram at casual conversation podcast and you can also find our youtube channel on youtube and it is casual conversation podcast and we're just gonna keep rocking and rolling pumping out the episodes every week um on our way to a million like we said so man i still can't believe you guys listen as much as you do we really appreciate it it's awesome man and y'all do y'all really do reach out to us um I would love it's it if people reached out more. It's a it's if anyone listens and you have any opinion of anything that we say or an idea that you can uh, further expand on that we've said, just let us know, man. Yeah, we're dude, always trying to learn. Uh, well, I'm not going to talk about this too much just because we're fixing to end it. But uh, Faith reached out to me about the the pa- Paxson sister, Faith Scott. She reached out to me and said. The the guy that we were talking about on the plane with the bo 
last podcast. Oh yeah, that was her airlines, and she like gave me the whole backstory on no it. No way. And so yeah, we're not gonna go into that when we have her on the podcast. I'd like to. I'd like to talk I'll about for that. Sure, though. talk about that. So that's that, crazy. That was interesting. Yeah. Like she gave me like a whole like two paragraphs on this thing <laughs> and uh, it was it was kind of a misunderstanding it was one of those media media blew it up that way type thing i should have known i should have known it was but, it was too wild to be yeah true. yeah but uh i don't know it's it just cool reach yeah. out to us we we really enjoy it that's the whole reason we do it we want to connect we want to show you cool people we want to share ideas with you but mostly connect connect man so go out this week tell somebody you love them do something you love and love yourself. With that being said, Gary out. Later. Later.